0: let's go let's go let's do it baby that's
1: how we started out I'm, I'm gonna make that like my thing let's go
0: let's go i like it yeah let's do it
1: who uh who do we have sitting across from me here
0: uh this is uh gains with girds here oh yeah aka tyler girds nice dude. yeah nice. dude um how you doing today i'm good man i'm uh, appreciative of the opportunity to jump on here yeah and listen to myself in these headphones <laughs> sounds great i mean i sound great you yeah. sound all right <laughs> that's funny um yeah
1: dude we haven't we haven't touched base in a little while here. So, that's right. Yeah. Um, how's everything been going recently? You're in the gym world, the gym business. let's say. Sure. And, uh, COVID. Yeah. All of that. Yeah, yeah. We haven't even talked since COVID has hit. So like, what's life been like?
0: I mean, it's been it's been a journey, yeah. my brother. I mean that's that's how it's been for everybody, right? Yeah. It's been adversity for most businesses. Um, People. Yeah. Quick backstory. You know, it's just, we started a gym management company about a year and a half ago with some great partners. That's infinite pursuit up there on the screen. Yeah. Um, and it was uh taken off, you know, we were having progress. We were helping gym owners, serving them at a very high level, mm-hmm. helping gyms come more profitable. And then, uh, and I guess it was February they announced that there was a, a pandemic, right? When it was in China and it was spreading like crazy mm-hmm. and it was in Europe. And when they announced it was a pandemic, I remember literally I was in the sauna at Gold's Gym with Jackson, one of my business partners. Mm-hmm. And um, very, very smart guy. But I was like, hey, man, you know, they just announced this is a pandemic. It was like 5.30 in the morning. We're sitting in the sauna mm-hmm. about to get our lift on. He's like, oh, man, that doesn't matter. Like, and I remember that deeply because I like, I learned, he got an MBA in business. Mm-hmm. I got a master's in exercise science. He was like health, right? Yeah. So I was like, no, bro, like a pandemic is like, the final alarm that's like doomsday right yeah and he was like wait for real and i was like yeah man like when it gets to america it's gonna be bad yeah. and that was like february so then march comes along right and that's when march was when like the country shut down yeah and we're in uh we're in august now right august yeah. 1st Dude, today is- and we're still dealing with this bro so like revenue obviously cut a hundred percent to zero like in a matter of three days Zero? across all brands with Infinite Pursuit. Dang. Um, but due yeah. to the tenacity of a great team, yeah, we were able to recover very quickly in the matter of that first month. That's awesome. Uh, launched a virtual wellness solution that was able to help you know hundreds of communities throughout the nation as they shut down their amenity centers. Mm-hmm. So huge shout out to, to Mason Khaki, Jackson, Lucky, Quentin, Brandy, all these people that just jumped in and, and helped pumped that thing up mm-hmm. and uh we were able to recover and we're still around because of the tenacity of the team so that is how i'm doing tanner dude that is what we've been up to man i got cold
1: chills right now from that, that yeah was, i'm like man i can only imagine what like that is like to go through really man i mean when your whole life is kind of built around this thing and then it's just taken from you
0: right oh for sure like well gym management like so with infinite pursuit the brand like i was so thankful that our residential leg of that business was able to the one that jackson started five years ago right Mm -hmm. was able to persevere Mm -hmm. and and that's thriving Mm -hmm. right now nice gym management like i don't know any gym in the country right now that is prospering honestly i mean unless they got their online solution launched and they're just pumping right yeah but as a as a a company that helps gyms launch that online solution and that helps gyms market yep. right now in this very very tumultuous environment. We are going to prosper because of it, but that 4 month period where we were just trying to figure it out, just like every gym owner was while they were shut down for 2 months mm-hmm. in Texas at least. Mm-hmm. Dude, how, awful.
1: How how do you keep a how do you keep your head straight right through that time? Like what what were you did you have any doubt creep in at all or were you what do you What do you think about in that situation personally
0: so, you, so like you know the people you surround yourself with yeah. like the five people you surround yourself with is mm-hmm. who you re- will become right mm-hmm. our team at Infinite like with the core team which if you were to look up there we mm-hmm. might be able to pull them up honestly and I gotta give them a shout out right now too right yeah. cause um, it's join it's our great. yeah try that one
1: join our team we're gonna see everybody all the beautiful faces in yeah. Infinite Pursuit. And oh, we're you are going to find them? right here About Us. If you want to go check it out. Oh, here we go, go. to Infinite Pursuit. It is spelled N-F-I-N-I-T-E Pursuit.com backslash about, backslash.
0: There it is, right? that picture at the top right there. Yeah. So this one, I mean, they there's a, what, like six people on there? And there's probably mm-hmm. three other people that aren't in that picture that like massively contributed to me being able to stay solid, right? Yeah. So like those are the like, my rocks and then obviously like ranya and the girlfriend and the family was all jumping in and like Rania hey. and the
1: girlfriend wait 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 well ranya is the girlfriend let's be clear here <laughs> yeah <'cause> whoa <laughs> yeah you can't yeah. <laughs> uh, that's funny, that's funny. so so you so you didn't really you didn't have any moments necessarily i mean yeah for sure right yeah.
0: like and i'm sure you did too oh, when you were dude. trying to adjust like wearing a You forget your mask in the car when you go to H E B and everybody's looking at you like, Yeah, hey dude, like I'm gonna slap you, right? And you're like, Oh, I I just forgot, like I'm not used to this. Yeah. Imagine that in the business world times like ten because Mm -hmm. like you're not shaking hands in meetings anymore Mm -hmm. or people aren't taking meetings with you. You can't set up consults to help people know about personal training, which is one of the largest revenue arms of our business, Mm -hmm. because people don't want to meet you in person anymore. So you're doing virtual and it's not the same. Like, I don't, I honestly don't care who you are. I'm a, we're millennials, right? And we're so used to FaceTime, Zooms. It's, it's not the same. Like, you can't argue that it's not. I can't read your body language as well, especially in a sales environment. Mm-hmm. I can't read your body language through a FaceTime or a Zoom call. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. So, where do you, cause I mean, I've been a part of the fitness world. At least a little bit. I have like a couple fingers in it. Yeah. Um. So where where do you see? What have you seen change over the last couple of
0: months? Like what? And and then where do you see it going? That's a great question. I mean, yeah. I would. You know, for somebody to sit back and think that this wasn't by design, right? So like, oh yeah. Here we you, go. We're again. going there, dude. <laughs> we're going deep. <laughs> You know, I'm, I'm a believer God has a plan, right? So yeah. like th- this was intentional. Um, maybe it's so that, uh, you know, people feel more comfortable getting online and sharing their voices with the world, mm-hmm. right? Because that's ultimately the digital marketing era that we're living in. That's what it's about. And I've like, I've seen actually Jackson, mm-hmm. he's actually been getting on Instagram um, and sharing more of his business acumen with his following That's amazing to see Uh, it without COVID. I don't know if he would have done that. Right. All these gym owners throughout the nation, these fitness, the fitness industry, right? The grassroots fitness industry, all these small businesses, all of them are now getting online and I love it. I think it is the future, but not because it has to be, but because it was supposed to be right. If you can always reach more people. With the products that like Steve Jobs has created, right? We're streaming like your laptop to the TV. It's crazy. And like people are watching. That's what it's about. We're supposed to do that. Um, And it was God's design. So like that's just kind of like, you know, where do I see it going? Yeah. Well, we're there and it's super cool because now people are getting out of their comfort zone. Because if you don't, you're going to die, right? Yeah so it's super
1: cool man so in the so when so you're thinking that people are going to be going like fitness
0: is online now i don't know man yeah i honestly don't know i'm really excited to see over the next six months like Mm -hmm. the close out of the year um to see where the fitness industry is i think a lot of it was already online and i would just like warn people you're going to be seeing like for fitness consumers i would warn them and say you know do your research Credibility still matters, especially when it's something to do with your body. Mm -hmm. Ensure that the person you're speaking with or following um, is not a credible source, but somebody that's not going to take advantage of you. Mm. Because like, dude, everybody can enter this space, right? Mm -hmm. Like anybody can. I could be genetically gifted and have like a 12 pack and I could post pictures online and you're going to want some of what I got Mm -hmm. just because of what you see. Mm -hmm. But what you see is not always what you get with online coaches. So like True. I would just fair warning there 100% because uh, I've seen a lot of people get taken advantage of mm-hmm. and there's a lot of business models that are built based off of that. It's unethical. It's not moral in my, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some questions people should ask? What, are they, what should they be looking for? If, if
1: I'm looking for my gym's closed now, can't go to, I don't even want to go to the gym actually.
0: So I'm looking for somebody to help me out online. What do I look for? Well, I mean, so it comes down to having, I guess, an understanding of marketing, which I could ask you the same question. Like Mm -hmm. when somebody Google searches something, Mm -hmm. what's at play there? A lot. SEO, right? It's probably like one of the big ones, right? Companies, I don't, and maybe the consumer doesn't know this, Mm -hmm. but like the first few that you see that have the word ad next to it, Mm -hmm. um, if you click on those, somebody gets paid, right? Google. Yeah. Google AdWords. Yeah. So that's like, to have an understanding of that. You can backtrack and be like, oh, just because it showed up first doesn't mean that it's the best. Mm -hmm. It means that somebody is able to spend the most amount of money to acquire a customer. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like just because you see the ad on your Instagram and somebody is spending money to get their information in front of you does not mean credibility. What does? So if you go to their landing page, I yeah. mean, you know this, you're going to see well, some how do testimonials, you, I right?
1: guess, I guess, yeah, I, so you're all online, but like, you know, I'm going to see all the same, everybody does the same thing. Like what, what do you think separates the good from the mediocre and the people that are trying to take advantage of you from the people that are actually trying to, not that the people that are taking advantage of you aren't trying to help you, but maybe they they just have ulterior yeah, motives. Yeah. So what are like the, how can you differentiate what's, real fitness dude I, like it's I like know. a religion right so like how can you
0: yeah what's good i wrote an article on like what you just asked the other day yeah where it's like how do you qualify your personal trainer mm-hmm. before you hire him right because like that's an investment in your body but financially it's also yeah, <laughs> yeah it's there you go uh, <laughs> it's also a financial investment as well right yeah, yeah. Um, it's expensive i always encourage people if you haven't had a coach before in your life get one tomorrow Mm -hmm. you should have had one yesterday honestly Mm -hmm. it'll have that much of an impact on you Mm -hmm. like even the best coaches have coaches that's how valuable coaches are Mm -hmm. so yeah i heard
1: uh i'm not gonna drop any names but there was a the ceo of like a major real estate company that i know and he was saying that he spends over he did spend he had six coaches and he would spend over like two hundred thousand dollars a year just on coaches and it's like wait what to play yeah. at that level, right? Oh, my God. Amazing. That's,
0: yeah, it is. High performance habits, man. High like, perfor- Yeah. Uh, Brandon Bouchard, he wrote like uh, 72% of high performers this is the largest study on people um, in, the, in the world, mm-hmm. not just the country, but in the world that are having long-term success in their endeavors. Um, 72% of those individuals were more likely to work out five times a week than those who did not. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like most of them had trainers or coaches that would guide them through, um but it, it led to better results. It's mm-hmm. proven, right? Mm-hmm. So, so
1: you think exercise helps in professional life, oh, in yeah. life in general? Oh yeah, I think I know where you're going with this one, dude. I'm not going anywhere. Are you going somewhere <laughs> no. with that? I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. Uh, I'm just, I'm just wondering why do you think that? Like, why is it that? In, I have my own thoughts on it, right? Like, you know, working mm-hmm. out. Well, you self- work out, right? Uh, every, every now and Yeah, you do. I don't, I don't as much anymore. I saw your Instagram post <laughs> the other day, dude. Well, dude, that was something I did not want to do. Um, but it was there, like we were pulling this, like, I don't know, they, they have, they have horses out there in the field. And I guess when there's a lot of horse shit around, like you got to rake the horse shit essentially. Yeah. And that's a, That's what it was. That's and it's job. like a, yeah, Yeah, like a, but they have a three wheeler to pull behind and it, they're getting ready to do a symposium out there. And I'm talking about power athlete, shout out power athlete. And they uh, were like, well, we're going to test this out to maybe try to do it as an exercise. So I'm going there. No, like I'm not planning on working out in some Vans and like some way too short shorts, like tight on my, tight on my legs. Oh, <laughs> man, and uh, so, you know, we go uh, start start doing that. And I'm like, damn, this is hard. And so anyway, um, I do exercise. Yes, but you do. I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> not as much, man. I mean, not as much. I think that it's something that uh, at a certain point you don't need to do as often because you pretty much it's like you've been there done that maybe just maintain it i don't necessarily in my life i don't necessarily need to the gym's not like uh an area where i want to improve at you know yeah uh, and i don't want to spend that much time in there i just kind of want to maintain and just move so because i mean competing When I did compete in fitness like events, it was uh, just a whole different world for me, and it was your world. It was my world, and I didn't like that world. So uh, that's something that I had a little bit of spite from is the online coaching as well because I was uh, I experienced a coach online, and it wasn't what I thought it was. Not that that's bad thing, but was it like what? Uh, it's just one of those things where you don't have as much interaction with the person as you would like because
0: you're one out of 10,000, let's say. Oh it, yeah. Yeah. So well, why is that though? Cause they, their business model is based off scale,
1: which that's not a bad thing, right? That's no. not a
0: bad thing. It's just. But it's one-on-one coaching, is it not? Exactly. But you're not getting one-on-one attention, and no. it's probably a cookie-cutter program they sent you to. Yeah, literally. Oh man, don't get started on that, bro. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, uh,
1: what what do you think? Like, is the the driving factor behind why su- g- going to the gym makes you more successful
0: outside? Well, I wouldn't say it's going to the gym. Let's just call it activity in general. You Mm -hmm. go on a walk, right? Like Mm -hmm. we know um, brain nootropic factor is stimulated by activity. Mm -hmm. So you will be smarter. It's it's not a question. Mm -hmm. You will be smarter from activity, Mm -hmm. right? Steve Jobs at Apple, they used to have their exec team would go on walks. And their creative team would go on walks for their meetings. Mm -hmm. Why? Because they're stimulating those brain things not to get science either. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That make you like think and make you create that make you in that alpha brain state. Right. Um, or beta brain state. I don't know. I don't Mm -hmm. like getting into the science because that's when people get confused and they're like, ah, I'm not really about that. And I'm like, I got to backtrack and be like, no, no, no. you're not about living the life that you want. Like, that's what we're talking about here. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's about your goal. And I think when you were doing your thing and you were had an online coach, your goal was to get as jacked and lean as possible mm-hmm. so you could stand on a stage for somebody else's approval and win a competition, right? Yeah, you could say that yeah.
1: roundabout. That's what it, it technically is. Yeah, It is, right? Yeah.
0: So, like, yeah, everybody's got their own reasons for doing it because they want that picture to show other people that, hey, I've done this before, man. I've been there. I've, I've walked that path, mm-hmm. and I respect that 100%. But one of the things that's, like, that, that's not talked about enough is the impact that has on your other 23 hours. Mm. So when you had that discipline for that one hour a day, or maybe it's 30 minutes to do that walk mm. or to do those push-ups, or to do your yoga class, whatever it is, like whatever your fitness goal is, if you have the discipline to do that, it will, without a doubt, impact the other 23 hours of your day. Mm. It's not a question, mm-hmm. it will, right? Like successful people exercise. I'm not saying successful people lift, I'm not saying successful people go to a certain gym mm-hmm. or use a certain product. I'm saying that they're active, right? Mm-hmm. And we've know through science and and, and years of whatever. Yeah. Okay. Pseudoscience. Yeah. Things happen whenever you move your body that are positive. Yeah. For very, sure. Very, very minimal things happen negatively whenever you move your body. Mm-hmm. So, so that's why I say like move, I guess. Don't let's not call it go to the gym or lift, but that one hour will impact your other twenty three. I agree with you, by the way. I was just wanting to
1: see what you would say. I totally you had to bring that out. To. <laughs> I, I totally agree with you. I mean, like the gym, man, it's one of those things that, you know, you don't necessarily want to do. Now, sometimes you do. Because you, I, I, I was thinking about that today. I'm like, you know, I used to be going six, seven days a week. I would be excited to go. Now, not so excited. I'm, I'm excited, I guess, but it's not like I'm looking like, forward to it, you know? So I never do. Never, never do. Do. that That feeling left my body years ago yeah right why like what why is that what what is it that because you were so did you start to see results and then things and that's when you got same even you. more excited same yeah. with
0: you right you accomplished that ideal physique that you th- never thought you could have yeah you get there right i, I my goal I, I wrote it down my junior year of college because i was like kind of stagnant mm-hmm. and i'm like a firm believer that like you know those without a vision will perish right it's in the good book whatever you want to say it i wrote it down and then it happened two years later i was 220 pounds at eight percent body fat mm-hmm. right which i never thought was possible like i'm not a muscle-bound guy naturally mm-hmm. i had to work to accomplish that and i did it and once i did it i had to set a bigger goal so it was like oh well i'm gonna be 240 at eight percent body fat mm-hmm. and i tried to get there and like it takes exponentially more and more work if you do it naturally. Mm. So I want to point that out naturally for you <laughs> steroid junkies and you cheaters. Hey, is that um, is
1: it cheating though? Come on, I mean. Oh, one hundred percent. Is cheating?
0: Yeah. If I'm natural and you're on steroids, there's no question that you'll smash me. Yeah. I could be the most disciplined, and execute. Every hour of the day for that goal, mm-hmm. and you would still beat me, even mm-hmm. if you were giving twenty five percent. Don't you think some? That's just life, though, in general. Some I've, people yeah. now.
1: I obviously, you know, you're taking uh, a supplement, uh, ex exo external, yeah, exogernic uh, aid. Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> that's how I was trying to get at. And uh, so that is something, but like maybe you know, some people are born with that. Sometimes some people aren't. Like in in outside of the gym too. Like if you were. Just uh, living your typical life, like you know, you could say people that take, that smoke cigarettes, maybe have an advantage in some areas of life versus
0: other areas of life. Now, <laughs> there's doubt. No, I mean, yeah, that. maybe you know? because nicotine is a nootropic, right? Yeah. So you do get some brain. Mm-hmm. But do you think that? I mean,
1: are you? Do you not? The. The people that are talking, man, I need to learn to spit these words out. (laughs) (laughs) The people that are like taking steroids. Do you think that the like because you see, I mean, calling them out right now, you calling them out, I know, right? So which it's it's okay, but like, what do you think? It's more of the fact that they're trying to they're trying to seem like they're not taking the steroids, and that they're they do that, man, and they're
0: and they're trying to sell the fact that and they're trying to sell this average kind of consumer green. yeah to, to the, the person that's uneducated yeah so like the reason i call them out is because like for somebody watching this i want them to understand that's part of the credibility process is you have to understand it you know it's easy nowadays to look really really impressive mm-hmm. on instagram and social media and mm-hmm. when you go to hire an online coach it's what you're going to see and they control what you see um so you just have to be aware that like you know is this person a user of anabolic drugs and if they are, understand that some of the advice they give you that got them to where they are is not going to help you because you're natural. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a big one for me, man. That's why I get like, like, Ooh, I get down like my chair <laughs> yeah. because people will, um, they won't share that with you. If I was, if I was a drug user. On my Instagram, if you went to it, Mm -hmm. the first line would say, would have a needle. Mm -hmm. Like that's how serious I would, I would let everybody know what they're seeing. Yeah. Because I I would be We need to check for that out. Like in five years, you're going to change your mind. You're going to start. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe, right? Like when I'm 35, (laughs) I'm 25 right now. When I'm 35, yeah okay like let's have the conversation about i'm not against them yeah i'm just against them if you're using it as a marketing gimmick Mm. and not sharing with people that hey i'm using anabolic drugs Mm -hmm. and they massively make my process easier Mm. easier and like if you tell that to somebody who's on steroids they get real mad because Mm -hmm. they're like i still work hard i'm like i know you work hard bro You're in muscle protein synthesis 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I have like a three hour window after I bust my ass in the gym Mm -hmm. and then it's gone Mm -hmm. until I go bust my ass in the gym again. Mm -hmm. Right. That's the difference. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you work just as maybe just as hard as I do, maybe a little harder. You can because you're recovering quicker as well. So there's a lot of science that goes into it that makes those dudes like almost indestructible. Mm -hmm. They still work hard. Yeah. But I would too, if I was recovering in two hours after a workout. Mm hmm. Because I'm pumping a bunch of synthol into my, you know, whatever synthol. So, I don't know. What what, is
1: it? I think isn't synthol like the. I don't know. I don't even know. What I don't even know what is. the
0: steroids are because I've never looked into it. <laughs> I've never had an interest in cheating. Yeah. So. Yeah. Cheating. Um, cheat. 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 What was <laughs> that? Did you say that? What? Uh, <laughs> no. 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 Uh,
1: is um, w- when you say success, because I, I, you are a very like um, positive thinking person in general, and I appreciate that. I, thanks dude. Yeah, I appreciate it a lot actually. Hey Rania, did you hear that? I think you're
0: the first person to ever say that. <laughs>
1: well, I think that you are. Maybe, yeah. you know, I'm not hanging out with you 24/7, yeah. so I don't see every side of you like you don't see every side of me like exactly. you know, so but what is what is success? When you say when you were saying yeah. the people that go to the gym 78% of them are more more su-
0: successful. Yeah. in their endeavors. Yeah. They're high performers, so they have success and whatever so success is relative for uh, sure for sure right but to to, yeah to to you you? right yeah so to me success is uh the progressive realization of a worthwhile dream you haven't thought about that one before have you no i stole that (laughs) i stole that that's a quote from uh i think earl nightingale okay said that and he's like the father of personal development let's drop that one again uh success is the progressive realization of a worthwhile dream so if you really like dive into it it's like it's a process and as long as you're on that process you're successful but if you quit or you stop or you really you know then you're not successful because you gave up on the realization the progressive realization of that dream that you have mm-hmm. right so like you have a dream maybe it's to be like a video creator right and mm-hmm. you probably you already accomplished that right you've mastered that if you guys haven't seen his work creators it's incredible (laughs) but like you've done that and at one point that was a thought in your head many many years ago weird right yeah and it became reality that's success yeah you created that in your life and we're fortunate to be able to do that in america by the way the greatest country in the world yeah because like in other countries they tell you what you do and what you don't do yeah are you are you big American like USA all about America?
1: Or yeah, like, yeah. That's why I have the Dodge Laramie. Out front, right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, Tanner I, just got a new truck, guys. Uh, we were talking about this truck earlier. That's uh, sick. Thank you.
1: But so, you know, that's a thing that I've like has been coming up for me recently. Like the whole American pride and stuff, like having pride in America. And uh, I think our generation, maybe I'm generalizing here, but our generation doesn't have that pride that. Uh, older generations have, like, we've lost that sense of yeah. How do you fuck feel about yeah that, America? Uh, I, until recently, I never really had any thoughts on it because it's never been a thing. But ever since COVID and realizing a lot of different dynamics going on with China, with different countries, even ourselves, like we're trying to be powerful as well. So I don't think that we can paint the picture that every other country is bad because we're probably doing some of the same things i mean realistically but i think that we need to understand that there we need to have pride in where we are from and what we have been given just because of where we're from so being upset about that or or, or not taking pride in it, it just doesn't make sense to me really it's like man i mean you cannot you can go anywhere in the world and like uh if you have a, if you have the means, you can do anything you want. But yeah, when I when I say by that is like you know you could go to Bali and live yeah. on live life for you know whatever probably and, a little bit cheaper, right? Or yeah, like, cheaper. Yeah. yeah, I mean unless you go to uh, like all the smoothie smoothie bowl places yeah. in the morning. That's I have been expensive. So, yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, I, I guess the recently I think that we need to have more pride in where we're from and and maybe unite around that and become a team around that yeah man. instead of but it's, it's pretty divisive out there especially right now yeah another thought i had was like what if you split the country in three slices right you had let's just say the democrat slice the republican slice and we would have to put those two on opposite sides yeah. of the country and then in the middle you had people that were just like uh whatever that term is non like you just you yeah. don't have a side nonpartisan, nonpartisan. there yeah. we go so uh, what do you think about that what would <laughs> what what would that country be like you know i had That'd the conversation cool. yeah and they, uh they, they one of the it'd be red white um, and blue right yeah, yeah red, red white blue yeah uh, and one of the people i was talking to about that with he was like yeah uh you know what would happen right and He's like the Republicans would just take over the Democrats. He's a, he's a Republican, so I don't. Oh yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean the the U.S. and having pride in your country is is important. It's super important, yeah, regardless
0: I think. of your affiliation with a po- political party, right? Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm with you there. Yeah, so it, the um, it's not even really talking about people. I don't want to talk about politics. And I'm like, well, it's not really talking about politics. It's like talking about. um Especially for us, the um, generation that you're talking about, the younger people. Mm -hmm. um, Millennials. Millennials. And then Generation X is... What they... I don't know know what they're called. Whoever's younger than us. Yeah. They're like, I don't even know what they're thinking right now, right? And it's crazy because uh, it's important because we're the future of the country. Yeah. And uh, it seems just kind of like the baby boomers are just really PO'd at everything that's going on. And they can't agree on anything. And I would hate for that to be the way the future of the country is, right? Like I'd like for there to be some stuff that's agreeable. Mm -hmm. Um, And I would like human rights to matter. And I would like civil rights to matter. And I would like uh, economy to matter. And like the perfect situation. But there's always, I feel like there's always one group that gets burnt right or two or three or four depending on the decisions the hires up make Mm -hmm. but if everybody was more unison and understood the greater cause of america and the fact that we fight for democracy and freedom throughout the world i think they'd shut up Mm -hmm. and they would be more appreciative Mm -hmm. Um, if i gave you this pair of glasses that were like covered in dirt and you looked through them what would you see dirt dirt what if there was a beautiful sunset right behind those glasses what would you see couldn't see the sunset i'd You'd still see dirt see dirt right but what if i cleaned them off for you and handed them back and you looked through those glasses you would well, they'd see. probably be scratched but then really? i would <laughs> see the, Yeah. Just, okay yeah it'd <laughs> <that'd> be scratched <laughs> then i'd see the light that was funny so well and that's not what i'm trying to get to but it's perspective changes situations right so yep. the way in which you look at stuff matters and i think if people like you've had the experience to go to bali mm-hmm. i have not um if you've had the opportunity to go to even mexico mm-hmm. any country that's poorer in terms of GDP and economy than America is.
1: That concept alone, though, is, is very interesting to me because I don't know what poor, I mean, necessarily means, to be honest. Like, there are certain basic needs mm-hmm. and there's needs, privileges, I should say. There's There's basic privileges that other countries have over other countries. Now, a dictatorship or whatever, when there's somebody telling you that you should do something, maybe that's not right. And if you're in a country like that, then that's bad. But poor. versus just like,
0: yeah. you know. Well, I guess like poor is like... Um, poor, um, uh, quality of living, yeah. which I think they, uh, you know, access to fresh water. Yeah. Um, plumbing is a big one. Yeah. That's a um, big one. Yeah. Access to healthcare is a big one. Yep. I've um, never been to a country like that. Yeah. It's those like, are what I'm talking about. Like the poor ones, yeah, right? I've never been to a country like that. I think Tony Robbins always says it and he says that if you live in America, if you were born here, you're already in the top, like 3% of the world he says in terms of wealth. Mm-hmm. So even if you're the poorest of the poor in America, you're still in the top 3%, something Mm -hmm. like that. Don't quote me on it, but it's pretty astounding when you look at it. Mm -hmm. And that's crazy to me. Like for people to, you know, people will still complain. Like there's always going to be a group of people that will complain no Mm -hmm. matter what the situation is. If it's in your company, if it's in your uh, friend group, right? There's always that complainer. Um, And there's actually a good book in the gospels that, talks about complaining or uh, the complainer groups like oh. uh, i guess group psychology and mm-hmm. in, in the bible there's a good like explanation that jesus teaches about beggars complainers mockers and then people that just see the vision and they just run with it there's mm-hmm. like those different subsets of people mm-hmm. and it's the same thing with a country right so i, I can't imagine being like a president or anybody because i feel like you're always going to be Upsetting somebody and it's the same in business like with your podcast if you decide to talk about a certain topic Mm -hmm. That's what your podcast is going to be about. Mm -hmm. You're gonna piss some people off. Oh, yeah somehow, right? Even though you're not intending to do it. Some people are just not gonna like you. Yeah And then there's other people that try and just stay middle of the road Right and in marketing the marketing world you want to be polarizing Mm -hmm. Because that's how you get people's attention. Mm -hmm. And that's like one of the big things in digital marketing like we're going down a huge rabbit hole. You're here, fine. Right? You're, let's keep but, going. But isn't that cool to think about? It's mm-hmm. like if you if you want everybody to like you, good luck. Yeah. Even if you're middle of the road, like you're never going to get enough attention for anybody to even know you. So does it really matter at that point? Mm-hmm. So that's why like you said you cursed on your podcast a few minutes ago, right? What, are you saying something about me, Carson? No, do it. But that's probably gonna piss some people off, yeah, right? That is, and that's okay. Yeah, and I—I I mean, I wasn't—I don't think baby boomers really think like that. I think baby boomers think like, you know, stay middle of the road. Yeah, please everybody. Yeah. Well, good luck living your life like that, because that's why I'm anti-steroid, right? Is yeah. because I pick one side of the road or the other, right? I'm mm. not gonna walk down the middle of the fence. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. So. Do you think that you can have that's
1: I feel like that's almost a I'm a middle of the fence type of person.
0: You are. I am, dude. You are. That's I, have the a, issue. I have some good friends that are middle of the fence too. Yeah.
1: So because I, I'm you know, I think nobody knows really. Nobody knows anything really. And we we, we can't we do know some things based off of uh repetition and seeing something happen but like we don't know anything i feel like yeah and i mean you can (laughs) not how can you be how can how can you be so left or right in in certain situations or how can you be so certain that you think this way and they think that way and they're wrong and i'm right and and, you argue and you get in disagreements yeah and it's just like maybe I, a lot of the times, what I do is I just like ask a question, but I don't have an opinion on the subject necessarily. Yeah. I'm like, well, is is it like, are you getting the information correctly, or is there that's a, wise of you? Yeah, is there like a ulterior motive to that situation, dude? If you think about it, like she, McKinsey said something the other day that was like something about a, a organization, like a, and this is maybe a, like not a good thought, but a nonprofit organization saying two million people are affected by this each year. And I'm like, and I just stood back for a second. I was like, huh, I wonder if that's correct. I wonder where they're getting their information from. And not to be like a, the skeptic of all skeptics, but like, uh, some things it's like, you have to see that there's a motive behind it
0: because they have, there's a motive behind everything. I mean, what are your intentions, right? Yeah. And that's why intentions huge. So like whenever I screw up in life, I my favorite thing to say is those were not my intentions. You p- please understand me. Like I know it seems this way, but those were not my intentions. And then we can like backtrack and like I can see where I screwed up and learn from it. Mm-hmm. I like that. But that takes wisdom. And that's where you were going. Like what, what are your motives behind this? You're, when people have ulterior motives and you feel like you're being taken advantage of, doesn't it just feel like they have their hand on your heart and they're just twisting it? Well, to, to maybe me and you does, but to some people it's like,
1: yep. I, uh, I hear you. I agree with you. I don't question what you just said. I take it for the top of the surface, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, and I think that that's, a lot of people in America, especially. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, um, Reagan talked about this on the podcast last time, but uh, just like thinking for yourself a little bit more and, uh, and trying to develop that and self awareness, maybe. Yeah, but yeah. that's you, dude. That's like, how, how do you? So for me, I feel like I didn't even have self awareness until I was nineteen or twenty. Like I didn't even understand that concept. So, I read a book. I'm sure you read it. Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Stephen Covey? Yeah. Because you, you mentioned something about it in there uh, before. Like, one of the one of the things you said earlier was something in that book. But...
0: Um, I couldn't read it. You didn't read it? Mm. Why? I love books, dude. Yeah. Like, I smell a book and, like, my <laughs> brain senses are tingling. Right? My spidey senses. Whatever. Yeah. I love books. And, like, I respect this right here so much. but. Yeah. That one I couldn't get through. Yeah. Interesting. Weird. I, Covey's writing just doesn't, I don't mesh with it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some stuff you just don't vibe with. Yeah. Because yeah. reading is kind of boring if you're not into it, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like, a, dude, reading is an interesting thing it in is. general. Personal development is like a huge part yeah. of that, developing that self awareness where you're going. I know where you're going. You read a book, yeah, it gave changed. you perspectives. Exactly. And then you were like, it was like a light bulb came on, right? And you yeah. were able to, and that's why information changes situations that's the easiest way to put it mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so do you think to develop self-awareness well, like one of the work first on things yourself, bro yeah how, how do you do that um reading is one way obviously so like jim Rohn says this he says your mind is like a mental factory and what you put into it is what you will produce right so what most people do in america is they watch cnn or fox and they get fed either um, the liberal puke or the conservative puke mm. based off of what channel right and then they go to work and they listen to negative co-workers bash their jobs their lives or this mm. okay and this is all input getting in their ears and in their brain and then they what do they produce in their life negative results right or maybe they're just they seem cynical and they're not cynical people it's just their mental factory is producing what you're they're putting in mm-hmm. so it's like same thing in your house. You got to take the trash out. Like, I'm not saying trash isn't going to come in, mm-hmm. but you have to learn how to take it out. And mm-hmm. one of the ways to take the trash out is to um, is to put good stuff in, right? Good mm-hmm. content, listen to podcasts on topics that you're interested in mm-hmm. or that you're curious about. Curiosity and interest, Jim Rohn says, is like the first two steps to developing that self-awareness. Mm-hmm. It's And Jim Rohn's one of the most influential thought leaders of the 21st century, by the way. If y'all don't know who that is you could YouTube and you'll find 40 different audio of him doing seminars to people. He was Tony Robbins mentor. Mm. So he actually lit a fire under Tony Robbins ass that made Tony Robbins, Tony Robbins. Mm-hmm. Right. So that he's a very powerful individual. And he, a lot of the stuff that I learned from him is what in my 20, 19, 20, 21, mm-hmm. when I started listening to that content, it changed my life mm. because I started looking at everything differently. Mm-hmm. Like liberal conservative anti this pro this it didn't matter anymore because i was just like that's really interesting i wonder why they think that way why don't they think like and then i would research why they don't think like i think Mm -hmm. or and then you learn about persuasion and marketing Mm -hmm. and influence and you see how certain groups of people have been like brainwashed to think a certain way, and they don't think for themselves. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mm-hmm. it was like a big rabbit hole. But to go off of what you said, you read a book. One I went book. to a seminar. I listened to a podcast, and then somebody gives you some fiery positive information. Mm-hmm. And where did they get that information from? A book, a podcast, a webinar, a conversation, a mentor, a coach, something. Yeah, it's it passed didn't, down. Didn't come from the news. Yeah, I, I don't Ooh. think. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, depending on what news you're watching, if uh, if you're listening to this still, you need to watch Able Bits. Check it out, Able Bits. But uh, it's I'm plugged. telling you, dude, Able is Bits. It cool? it, I think that there's a shift in how news is delivered, and there's an opportunity in news right now in general. Like, if you look at it, dude, like, how do you get your news? How do you get your? Oh, uh, me personally, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, so I actually don't. I get it from. Um, People that I trust. Yeah. Uh, I let them do the research. Mm-hmm. I, I I respect the Jim Rohn's philosophy on the mental factory mm-hmm. and what you put in, you produce mm-hmm. so much. I will not turn on a news channel. Do you watch any like scary movies or any like horror uh-uh. shows or anything like that? Uh uh-uh. uh. Me either. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm very protective of what goes in. Yeah. And even people. Like it sounds really bad, but like certain people, if they're really negative, uh, I gotta be honest like I have some really big goals and a big vision for my life, mm-hmm. and I know a lot of successful people that I follow Mentors of mine have said you need to you know remove those people from your life. Love them from a distance is what they say mm-hmm. So it's not about being like hey screw you man You don't think like I do it's more just like hey man I love you like bless you like bless you brother, but you got to go over there for a little while because like, I'm just trying to focus on this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you're.
1: So we'll get back to the news thing here in a second. But you're from around. We're in Austin, Texas right now. Yeah. You're from. Yeehaw. Where? Round Rock, right? Or, uh, yes, sir. Okay. So like you are maybe surrounded by those people a little bit more than I am. Because I feel like those those types of people. You've probably met some since high school, whatever. College. Um, but. I'm sure you know a lot of people around here that you went you went to high school with or that are close, right? Do you would
0: you say that? I know people around the area. Yeah, that that you went to high school with. Yeah, high school, maybe elementary school. Yeah, they all some of them ended up in Austin. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: like when when I'm I guess what I'm trying to get at with that is that if if I'm from Indiana, so when I come to Austin, I don't know anybody. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know yeah. anybody. So it's a completely, like, you are distancing yourself from maybe those types of people. And you have the opportunity to then say, okay, who do I want to be around? So I... It's
0: that, but it's also, can we just launch into the law of attraction real quick? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is a big one in personal development is, like, what you are, you will attract, right? So success, whatever success is to you is not something that you pursue, it's something that you attract. Mm-hmm. It's a philosophy, right? Mm-hmm. It's out. It's also in the Bible as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's Jim Rohn is who taught it to me. But it's what you just said, like, mm-hmm. dude. If I were to go hang out with those guys, we wouldn't vibe,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? Mm-hmm. It just wouldn't because, like, they're you know just different people, mm-hmm. right? So, like, I don't know if they would enjoy being around me, mm-hmm. honestly, right? Because maybe I'm vibrating on a higher frequency, and I'm super excited Jibbery, and yeah. they're not so they're like he's annoying mm. right but mm. am i annoying or am i just like operating on a different level mm. not to say i'm better than you yeah but you get what i'm saying like I'm, I'm just on a different frequency so we missed each other yeah that's like the law of attraction in my mind is like that's why you and i get along mm. we might not have the same beliefs right mm. but we're both very uh, respectful mm-hmm. of each other mm-hmm. and we also are both pursuing something that matters to us Mm -hmm. with with passion and intensity Mm -hmm. so we can hang out yeah because it's like dude that it's yesterday sucked man oh why did it suck man like i just failed and you're like dude you know two weeks ago that happened to me with like video Mm -hmm. i sent like the product to the guy and he sent it back and said this is trash Mm -hmm. and then like you feel what i feel if i go have that conversation with somebody who maybe isn't on the same journey as i am It just misses them. Mm -hmm. They don't know how to relate. They can't empathize. It's like, oh, okay, man. It's almost like they don't care, but it's not that they don't care. It's just that they don't understand. Yeah. So that's like, I didn't mean to interrupt the law of attraction, right? Yeah. yeah.
1: So that's an interesting thing because uh, you might have that gut feeling that you want more, but you're stuck in that situation that you're at like let's, you're stuck in the place that you're from you're stuck in the job that you're at like so d- does the law of attraction work there you know like where does or, or is the law of attraction only uh law of attraction is that only something you can see in the past or is it something that you like
0: you know what i mean that's like, good really good yeah that's good but what, what did you say earlier you were like uh Ah oh, man you were talking about a topic and mm-hmm. you were like I can't remember, but it's it's like the, so say I'm stuck in a dead end job. Yeah. Okay. Which sucks, right? Like, that's not cool. I I don't wish that on anybody. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't want to talk like I'm an expert or anything. I just, I read a lot of books and like personal development's huge. It's been a huge part of my life. Um, but the thing I'm telling you is, is if you want the law of attraction to work in your favor, then you have to like control the input and just keep grinding out the books and the and increasing your value in the marketplace and, and hope and have the faith that somebody will notice eventually or an opportunity will come your way. You know, you can pray about whatever you believe and, and maybe it will, but success loves preparation. So if you're not that person, by the time that opportunity comes, then dude, you missed the wave, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can't, control when the wave comes you can't anticipate it but you do have to be prepared yeah would you agree with that oh I, okay so it's that's not that i
1: don't i'm not saying i don't agree with anything yeah uh, there's something deep inside of me that when you know how you think about or you felt about steroids right people taking steroids something about self-help it feels like steroids it's like for your brain uh, uh, I, th- I i think it's good like it, it helps you it's like it's not a bad thing but it's like eh, yeah i don't know there's something about it that doesn't man i can't describe it i'm am there's a pessimistic side of me yeah. and i but there's also this ins, inspirational side of me as well you know and they're yeah. conflicting at times and that's that's what i guess when i'm asking questions i'm just try, i'm just yeah. trying to see like Well dig a little
0: deeper like why what experience did you have that put that belief in you did you read a book that like pissed you off
1: Mm,
0: no it's like a was there a business
1: you had an interaction with that mm. is ripping people off no i think it's a it's a false sometimes there's like a false sense of uh you're just like it's not false, though. That's the thing. Because it works for people, you know, like there's. Yeah, well, some people it does. Some people it doesn't. Exactly. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I honestly couldn't tell you what, you know, like I was, I would read the books. I would do those things. And it got me to this point today, like where I have the mindset that I have. Right. But yeah, like, yeah. there's nothing inside of me today that says I need to read an a inspirational book, let's call it, or a self-help yeah. book or anything like that. I, for I, sure. I don't know. It's a. I, yeah, yeah.
0: I'm with that. Yeah, it's like,
1: weird. It's weird. I'm with because, that. But sometimes though, you need it because you're getting your, you, you get negative. You know, you get- uh, The world
0: gets at you a little bit.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Especially in these times right now, dude, you can't. Uh, I felt it in myself at the beginning of March. I was like, man, I, could, I feel like an animal right now. Like, I could literally probably just go out and do something stupid. Like There's something inside of me that feels that thing. And I'm sure I'm not the only one that feels that thing. So and it, I'm definitely not because there's a lot of people that are doing some crazy shit, you know? Like uh I heard today that uh, oh, I think it was uh Seattle that's like c- defunding 50% of their police officers. I don't know. Did you see that? Oh, uh-uh. you- no, man. Like I'm telling
0: you, I don't keep up with <laughs> You don't keep up with anything. anything. I don't care. Like I'm yeah. trying to live my life and create my life. And if somebody's going to get in the way of that, there's going to be yeah, dude, issues. I, but, I appreciate that yeah. so much because I'm the same way. Yeah. But I'm also you're not part African of a American. community. You, yeah. I mean, I got to be honest, right? Yeah. Like, So maybe I have a different perspective and I can't speak to that because I'm not going to speak from that in which I do not know. That's a Bible verse. Do not speak from that in which you don't know. That's not wise. You're being a jackass at that point, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to talk on that because I have no perspective. Mm-hmm. You have to listen in that situation, right? Mm-hmm. You have to listen to what's that ancient philosopher? What did they say? You would know this, like Leo Tao. He says, like, seek not to un, seek not to be understood, seek to understand. Yeah. So it's like, don't try to get other people to believe what you have to say. Understand what they're what they're saying. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I. I so heard. yeah, teach me, enlighten me. What's going on? Yeah. There's- oh, in Portland or yeah. in uh, Seattle? Yeah.
1: Well, dude, they're basically. Taking over the city like people are literally taking over the city that's nuts dude yeah like they're like riots uh 57 uh, this was a stat but i'm sure it's 60 days straight now um, uh, they had that like little district of where they kicked the police out yeah i can't remember where that was at either right now that was, that was that, in seattle was it Seattle? yeah I think okay, that's so, how this all started yeah my was, dad told me about that yeah and i heard about it today because somebody that i know knows a police officer in seattle and oh. like there's 800 out of I think there's 1600 people so 800 of them are getting cut and it's like dude that's that's insane that's, scary, that's insane and like what are we turning in what's important in life right now and when, when when so i guess does that how does that information is that relevant to you in in yeah, your daily dude. life like
0: so it's concerning like, i gotta have it in the background yeah i can't have it at the forefront mm-hmm. but i do need to know because like in business, politics is involved in business. Mm-hmm. Um, religion, race, all mm-hmm. of that's involved in business. And mm-hmm. it's good to be aware of the environment mm-hmm. that you're operating in. So that's why I need to know that information. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, I'm not going to think about it. I'm not going to dwell on it. Uh, because if I do, man, it can get real negative and real confusing real fast. Real fast, yeah. Uh, if people are you know super passionate about those topics... Because I know there's somebody that's going to listen to this right now. And they're probably thinking like, what a, what an asshole. Like he just is, he neglects it. Mm-hmm. And you have to understand that, I mean, yeah, I kind of am. But I wouldn't be able to contribute any value to that situation. So I'm going to focus on what I'm, Control. God put me on the planet to do. And you, the passionate person who's judging me, you can go do something about it. And and that's your right to do it, and good for you if you do. But don't expect me to vote a certain way because of one of your beliefs. Or think for yourself, like what Reagan talked about, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a uh, the the wanting someone
1: else to or the bashing of people that don't think exactly the same way, or as don't yours. take action on the same things that you do. Yeah, exactly. It's like, but that that's such a it's such a hard thing to develop that mindset because it's different from you you know it's like it's not it's not part of the it's the the tribe's different the so i think that it makes sense why it almost is the way it is today oh yeah there's a there's a lot of crazy things going on it's It's nuts dude it's scary so we're i mean
0: yeah we're gonna need leaders we're gonna need really good leaders so hopefully um our generation has some great leaders that are working on themselves reading teaching themselves history understanding how to influence people in a positive manner not in a negative light Mm -hmm. um and and people that are able to make mass decisions Mm -hmm. for the future
1: Mm -hmm. so as you you know you said something earlier about like looking back like you wrote that you wrote down your goal you achieved it eventually you're 25 right now 35 what is it like What, what do you think if you could uh yourself talk right now what, what do you what would you think of yourself Oh, right that's yeah. super cool dude i want to hear yours first <laughs> you want to hear yeah, mine because that's a that's an awesome question that's like future that's like well, total you can, vision yeah, right? yeah yeah i feel like you can never know you can never know what it's gonna be like you can think and you can wish but yeah even f- at the beginning of this year you could have said oh what do you want do you, what are your year goals like well, I don't know. Like, I think everybody's got changed, right? Exactly. Yeah. But, like, uh, dude, I mean, if you if I go back to some of the things I did before, I'm like, oh, man, you just didn't know anything. And I still, I think that that's... Man, that's awesome. I think that I'll go back and do that still. But, you know, for me, it's just... um, it, It's part of that process, like you said, though, because this is one... This alone is one step on that process to discovering who the 35 year old person is you know like you uh, yeah like I feel like you really won't good. know what no.
0: uh because you just can't but dude. you do have to have intention right yeah like so and what are your intentions I guess for intentions the next 10 years? Like, are just to are you... live a good
1: life dude yeah and I know that's very broad but I, right. I just want to be happy yeah. you know like that's um, awesome obviously there's things inside of that you know but um for me it's just
0: I want to be rich. To be, that's it. I don't care about happiness. That's what I was expecting. But, but no, it is no. I mean, there,
1: I mean, there. Everybody wants. Not everybody. Definitely not everybody. Yeah. But there's uh, there's. <laughs> there, I think that there's a sense of security that comes with that that I'm looking for. That's that's the main thing. This sense of security and also the ability to um, help others with that sense of security because you're so secure in what you have that you can then help other people do what they want to do and become secure in themselves yeah. and i think security and life isn't secure but um if in this instance security means that you are able to focus on the things that you want to focus on and that's all i want to do that's I, cool yeah i think that it's uh you know being that's what that's what it is for me yeah for sure 35. yeah
0: that's dope, man. Yeah, that's really cool. And you're still young. Yeah, we both at are. 35. Like you're still young. Oh, too, oh right? I know.
1: Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That's crazy, dude. I, I love thinking that. Oh, it it literally blows my mind. I'm like, we are 25 right now. Yeah. my parents are 40. Or wait, in their early 50s. It's like that's 30 years. I mean that's so much time (laughs) it is, but it's not right. Like it'll go by like just like that. So, I mean, we're already in whatever seventh month of, is it seven? Yeah.
0: Yeah. This year has been crazy though. with COVID. I feel like it just went all the days just did this. Literally. Cause like I was spending a lot of days at home for a couple months there. Yeah. And like, just to bring this up, people might be watching this right now and be like, why aren't they wearing masks? They're not six feet from each other, yeah. right? Because we're still in this. Yeah. We're still full-fledged pandemic.
1: It's weird. And in, people, in the world that we yeah. are, in
0: my mind, I don't know that I feel like I am. Kind yeah. Of like what you were saying I earlier. feel like we came out of it, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> exactly. yeah, let's go, right? <laughs> And like, I don't need to wear a mask when I'm in Tanner's house. Yeah. But the world is. And there's still podcasts being done virtually right now. Yeah. Because people can't meet in person or they can't travel. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That's like an interesting thing though. Like
1: what, when, when are you gonna, when are you going to start, when are you going to press resume on, not that you, not that it is pressing resume. Yeah.
0: But when are you, if ever. It'll never go back to normal yeah it will it will never i mean there's companies right now saying they're permanent work from home policies Mm -hmm. permanent Mm -hmm. like not for the next year but permanent i mean i think indeed announced that they were going to have their employees at home
1: well that makes sense to me july 2021 a year
0: from now and i'm like that's going to change people's lives that's crazy it's going to change economy that's going to change industry yeah what's going to happen to corporate real estate like those are all questions that kind of come up right so for us to think like when are we going to be able to like press play again? Well, I guess not until July twenty twenty one. And indeed dies yeah. because they're not going to have. But normal they're they're play, They're they're still playing. They're still playing. Yeah, they're but just, what about the coffee shop that's right next to the office downtown that has zero revenue coming in right now because nobody's downtown. Dude, I mean, like, have you, you been they? downtown recently? It's weird, bro. It's like it, it is goes weird, it, and, and
1: you don't like. I mean, the homeless people have uh, definitely. Um, became more prevalent during this time I feel like maybe it's just because there's less people downtown but like dude I go downtown to 6th street to work and it's nothing but homeless people like there's literally no really nobody else on the street I'm going Monday through Friday so it's like I don't know what the weekend looks like but uh it's well, the bars aren't open, so there's yeah. nobody down there on the weekends either, right? Yeah, it's a uh, no. I don't think so. Yeah, but there's still like people. I can tell that there's still tourists coming in and stuff, like trying to check out the city because people are still traveling. They're resuming their life, right? Um, migration, so, bro. Let's talk about
0: like migration. People, people are coming migrating to, to the south right now. Yeah, like all those people in New York when COVID got like smashed New York. I saw like a bunch of supposedly uh, Grant Cardone. I study a lot of his real estate because mm-hmm. i I you know, real estate's cool, right? Mm-hmm. And For me, at least. Mm-hmm. And he says, like, people from California and New York are kind of doing like this right now. Mm-hmm. So, like, Texas, Tennessee, Florida, Colorado. Arizona-ish, Colorado, yeah. all of that, right? Yeah. I guess the South. Yeah. Well, Set. Joe
1: Rogan's coming to Austin. Did you know that? Is he really? Yeah, dude. Joe Rogan's coming to Austin. He's moving here?
0: Yeah. <laughs> He'll be here in, like, less than a month. So, I have a buddy that does real estate in Austin. Yeah. He's a real estate agent. Yeah. And he's really successful. Sells mostly to professional athletes. That's yeah. his Market, go check them out. MJMC yeah, I, on Instagram. Yeah, I saw you post uh, something with him the yeah. other day. So he said that like Aaron Rodgers, Lamarcus Aldridge, they're coming here. Chris Bosch, they're all right, is this, houses. Is this here.
1: information that we can release I there? Don't
0: I don't know, know dude. <laughs> I don't know. But I do know that like uh, on that note, it just kind of seems like Austin's becoming maybe like a Hollywood. Mm. West Austin specifically is like the next, or Silicon Valley, whatever you want to call it. Yeah silicone
1: silicone like a
0: cone i don't know what is it called what is it called (laughs) (laughs) i think they say silicon valley yeah you know whatever (laughs) whatever like the all the products we're using right now came from (laughs) yeah or is it china that they came from Uh, probably china maybe not even china it might be a a broad
1: spectrum of things but the china virus the china oh my god uh yeah austin's definitely blowing up for it's sure cool. it is yeah. cool it is cool i'm excited to see where i'm glad that you moved here yeah i'm glad i am too like it's weird uh, so we'll get like dude i came here partially due to on it like on it yeah. was an idea in my head at the yeah. time that i was like oh i need to be around people like that sitting across the table for somebody that worked there you know yeah, <laughs> dude, dude. that's crazy
0: um but um that's so yeah. what i'm saying your thoughts matter your your mindset matters tremendously because Mm -hmm. you reality in five years will be your thoughts today Mm -hmm. because thoughts become habits and habits create your destiny right Mm -hmm. because what you do on a daily basis is what um creates you that's who you are yeah so i mean if you don't have good thoughts and you're listening to this right now like i guess you know look into self-help look into personal development nobody's gonna be listening to this that, that that has negative well maybe they have negative. everybody does groom it right it's a garden if yeah. you don't get if yeah. you don't groom the weeds will overtake your garden yeah you got to pick your weeds dude everybody yeah. does and it's self-responsibility and self-awareness like what reagan was talking about yeah. you have to have that self-awareness to know and somebody is like you know Rania, i love her to death because she's really good at this she's like hey man you're being like this lately mm. and i'm like she's like my thermostat she's yeah. like hey you're like I'm like, ah, so I got to do a lot of work to get back up to 90 degrees because mm. that's where she likes me. Sizzling hot, you know? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, this is a PG podcast. Yeah, no, right. uh, dude, so
1: basically, we were, we. I want to, you know, I know we got to wrap up here soon. What, what, we didn't answer the question 35. Do you, I want to, I want to hear
0: what T GERDs. Uh, yeah, I mean, if I were to talk to myself mm. 10 years from now, um, I can't wait till you listen to this 10 years. I from know. That. I'll be a multimillionaire, first of all, okay. maybe a billion. And that's just because that's the level of value I want to bring in the marketplace. That's my goal, right? It's not about the money. It's more about like, I want to serve the masses. Greatness in life comes from service to the many, mm-hmm. right? That is a quote again from the Bible, but it, it's a philosophy, right? That if I can like truly impact people, you hear this shit all the time right i'm I want to impact lives right (laughs) right but no like i really do like and i feel like i haven't even scratched the surface of that yet and it would be cool if i were to create something of value that serves people at a high level that makes me financially secure Mm -hmm. right um and build a financial wall around my family that nothing can get through for Mm -hmm. generations to come Mm -hmm. that would be cool because um that you know fiscally i'm very motivated Mm -hmm. um and there's other aspects of my life like at 35 that matter a lot too and probably a lot more right like i would like to start a family um i would like to bring some great kids into this world Mm -hmm. that can be leaders for future generations Mm -hmm. um and and focus a lot of my time and attention on raising them right Mm -hmm. and that takes money to do that right so money isn't because i want to be rich or wealthy running I want money for what it can create in my life, which Mm -hmm. is like that freedom. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm nowhere close to that now. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I'm 25. Mm -hmm. I didn't come from a wealthy family. Mm -hmm. I was fortunate to be raised with some great uh, habits and discipline. And a lot of that was fostered in the weight room. And that's why I'm in the fitness industry. Mm -hmm. Because I believe the weight room is the number one breeding ground for successful habits Mm -hmm. in life. Because if you do an extra rep in there, your muscles grow bigger or you're faster, stronger better if you do an extra phone call at the end of your sales day you'll make more money Mm -hmm. you'll have more money in your bank so there's a correlation between those two and i would like to take that message and share it on a mass scale by 35 Mm -hmm. um so that it can help other people um and just to be able to say that i did something with my time here Mm -hmm. you know what i mean sure yeah Yeah.
1: so um, that brings up the next thing what uh you've been working on something recently
0: can you uh tell me a little bit about it yeah um podcast yeah so i did i actually started podcast too yeah yeah 23 hours podcast yeah and it's pretty much what i just said you know that one hour that you spend in the gym no matter how much you hate it or the movement or the yoga class no matter how much you dread going that day understand that that massively impacts your other 23 hours Mm -hmm. right so people look at the gym as something that they can neglect or their exercise is something they can neglect in order to have a successful career or make a lot of money or grow their business right it's either career or physique And most of the time, which wins? Career, right? Mm -hmm. And then you stack on like family. I got to take the kids to soccer practice. It's a lot. Maybe you're a dad and you're trying to build muscle and you got to eat a certain amount, but you don't have time for that either because it's a lot. Yeah. So like one of my goals is to show people how to navigate that 23 hours successfully Mm -hmm. because not only does it impact that one hour of work that you did more, But that one hour of work you did also impacted the other 23 hours from discipline, execution, Mm -hmm. and that uh, personal development aspect, right? Mm -hmm. You build that mindset at the beginning of the day. I'm going to crush this workout. I'm going to smash it. It's going to set the tone for the day. I guarantee you, you will have a more successful day after that. Mm -hmm. You'll be better to your kids. You'll be better to your spouse. You'll be better to people that you see on the street. And you'll be a better person for it over the long run. So that's what the 23 Hours Podcast is about. Um, And I'm excited for people to maybe go check that out because... We've got some tremendous stuff and products there that help you do just that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So is it going to be
1: like a site too where you can go on and like read blogs or like what information, what's going to
0: be? It's very early stages. So those are the intentions, right? Mm -hmm. Is to make kind of like a, a... a movement out of it right mm-hmm. the 23 hours community mm-hmm. um it'll probably be you know eventually i would like to get to the website uh, right now mm-hmm. uh infinite pursuit is picking back up we've got mm-hmm. a lot of opportunity there there's a lot of exciting things going on there as well so it's like a lot's going on t you know it's yeah. good i love it it's great but give me some time on that one right we're starting with the podcast yeah, yeah. we'll have a funnel um, which is like a website for people to go to yeah, and you're gonna get sold stuff when you go there I guarantee yeah. to you I'm gonna tell you right <laughs> now But you need to go look at it because it's gonna help you because what I did is I went and I interviewed some of the Guys from on it. Yeah. some of the people that are formulating the supplements uh, And the workout programs for some of the best athletes. Yeah, and one of the largest fitness companies in the world Okay, and I went and took that information that I learned from there and talking to those guys And I'm giving it to people at a very very low cost mm-hmm. right because that something that helped me with my physique. I gained 20 pounds when I got into the business world mm-hmm. when I was a coach and it was like, yeah, I can, you know, walk around eight hours out of the day training clients. I'll pick up some food in between sessions. It'll be healthy food. Cause I'm in a gym. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I'll go to class. I walk an hour to class and an hour back cause I had to park on the other side of campus during my master's degree where mm-hmm. I was also learning some of the stuff that's in the 23 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would go home and I would build my online business at that time. Mm. And also I also had relationships in my life that I cared about. Yeah. I was able to do all of that and not gain weight. Mm-hmm. And I looked great. That's when I was at 220 at 8% body fat. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then that was cool. And yeah. then I started a, a, a business. Like yeah. that was my full time gig when I finished my master's degree. I was no longer coaching. I was sedentary most of the day. I was still eating the same way habitually that I had when I was. A coach or an athlete mm-hmm. i was still training an hour and a half a day mm-hmm. that never went away i started gaining weight like crazy man bad yeah. weight yeah and it got to a point to where people in the gym uh some of the you know customers that we serve would be like hey your stomach's poking out of your shirt like that's <laughs> how bad it got i was like 240. really 40 yeah
1: damn
0: that is when i realized i saw you just posted something today yeah that was fat fat is that 240 is that was yeah, that the man. Wow, and that was about seven months into the business. I remember one day, real quick. I don't, yeah, I went to the gym. I went to the gym. Uh, I was at Night Fitness in South, in South Congress. Mm-hmm. It was last summer. Okay, and this was kind of when I started gaining the weight. Last and I summer. had a realization. Um, I was in the gym and I had heavy front squats that day because I love lifting. Lifting's my thing. That's my form of exercise. Yeah, and uh, man, I had to, I walked out of the gym. I did my warm-up set. I did my second warm-up set. I put the chains on the bar. Kept going. By the time it got time for me to put a little bit of effort into the lift, I had a breakdown. I sat down on the bench. I almost started crying. It was 2 o'clock in the afternoon. It was very hot in there. I was sweating. I was warmed up and ready to rock and roll. I was about to put pedal to the metal and get after my workout, and I thought, I, physically, I mentally cannot handle this right now. I was so stressed out because I was just thinking about all the shit that I had to do for my business and all the things in the relationships that I was neglecting. And I had to walk out of the room. I was like, I never want to come back to this gym again. I don't want to ever see these doors. I left the gym that day and total chaos went home and Rania was like, Hey, like you used to leave the gym in a good mood. I haven't seen you do that in a long time. Mm-hmm. And I had, that was kind of like an epiphany for me where I was like, who am I now? Like, who am I becoming? Right? Like, what are my intentions? Mm-hmm. I had to go back and look at the drawing board. Mm-hmm. That's where I started. It's not easy either. Not suck dude. So I, I gained a lot of weight trying to figure out how to build a better relationship with the gym and my business mm-hmm. and my relationships and other stuff in life that matters. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I found a solution and that solution is going to help a lot of people because not only am I back to 224 pounds at a reasonable body fat percentage. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, going to build back up to 240 and I will be 8% with mm-hmm. the plan I have now cuz um, and cuz you're going to be getting some steroids too right Of course, yeah, anabolic drugs. Yeah. <laughs> that's actually in the sales funnel. That's, oh, yeah, nice. that's one of the upsells. Nice. Uh, but I say that because the uh, the journey was not simple. Like there was a lot of walls I hit. But I've figured it out, and not only was it able to get me to back to like my ideal physique, mm-hmm. but I'm also still building business mm-hmm. and focusing on the other things in life that right now are more important for me. Mm-hmm. I'm not standing on a stage in front of people. I don't need to look like a bodybuilder. Mm-hmm. I also don't need to prep four hours of food every Sunday, mm-hmm. right? So, mm-hmm. like, how do I manage all of this? Build my business while also building a better physique? That's what 23 hours can teach them. So, yeah, well, dude, I'm excited for you. I'm excited to
1: get back on here. Again, 10 years from now, hopefully. I mean, that'd be cool, yeah, man. But uh, just uh, to see everything and where we'll be at in 10 years, so thank you for coming on today. Is there anywhere? What's your Instagram again? It's uh, games with girds games with Gerds, yeah, okay. So, So, uh,
0: anything else you want to let anybody know? Thank you for having me, dude. You're gonna get this podcast, gonna take off on the second (laughs) guest, that's super cool, yeah, uh kind of summarize what we talked about today I think you're with it too yeah you're uh you're gonna help a lot of people because you're you're not opinionated and you're also not trying to steer conversations anywhere you're a good interviewer and i hope that people listen to this podcast and plug in and also that they uh, change their mindsets and be positive in a very uh adverse time right now Mm -hmm. so you're gonna help them do that awesome dude i appreciate you yeah thank you everybody
1: if you're listening and uh we'll see you next time bye guys